Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show in studio. Governor David Patterson, Ed Cox, Judge Weinberg, John Katzmatidis, and myself, Lydia Serrani. On the line with us right now, Michael Goodwin, New York Post columnist, Pulitzer Prize winning writer. Michael Goodwin, you had such a great column. I know, Judge Weinberg, you're a big fan of it. Absolutely. Michael, I have to tell you something. That blame game that they're playing, that the crazy left is blaming Jay Jacobs, who warned them not to go crazy left on on public safety and law and order, and they're blaming him. What do you say about that? Well, everybody needs a scapegoat, don't they? Um, The fact is, of course, as you say, Judge, that it was the Democratic policies, uh, which the far left has an inordinate uh, sway over, uh, that led Lee Zeldin to come close to victory and that uh, then propelled these four House seats to be flipped to the Republicans, as well as a couple of uh, legislative seats. So I think that, the, as I said in the column, um, if the far left is, is looking uh, for the culprit, they should just look in the mirror because it's their policies on crime, on on everything, inflation, uh, the, the tax structure in New York, the energy uh, problems that New York is going to encounter because of all these restrictions. These are all homemade problems. And, and it's the Democrats who made those problems. And as I said in the column, look, I'm, I'm no fan of Kathy Hochul's. But when she rejected uh, their demand, 1,100 people or so signed this letter calling for Jacobs to be ousted as the party leader. When she rejected that immediately, I thought that was potentially a good sign that she's not going to let the left push her around anymore the way they did, the way she basically let them do it uh, up to now. So we'll see. But I think it was it was for the right decision for her to stand her ground on that. Otherwise, the left is going to feel like, who is she? She's there to do what we tell her to do. So Mike, I think she needed to do what she did. Michael, Ed, Ed Cox here, and I, I loved your column about there's no end uh, to the blue state and the client here. And that's the real problem, isn't it? The legislature now has super majorities in both houses. Uh, and no matter what she would want, uh, they can they can run right over her. So what's going to what's going to prevent the New York state from continuing its decline? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> in short, uh, I think that you will have perhaps some help from a Republican House in the sense that uh, some federal excuse me, federal legislation could get blocked. That would make things even worse. But here at home, uh, I think that we're we're pretty much where we were. It's worse. They, of, uh, it's worse. There are new bills. They already have three new bills, Michael, that will get, get it easier when you're in state prison to get out. Automatic reviews, age uh, limitations, and let people out. They're going to push this envelope and keep pushing this envelope. How about a $20 minimum wage? What's that going to do to people who want that first job? On the- well, it's, is it? I mean, this is the great Democratic game, right? Democrats raise the cost of living through inflation and taxes. And then, of course, we have to help the poor more. We have to give them higher minimum wage, which, of course, costs jobs, right? It kills jobs at the at the entry level. So their economic uh, ideas are are generally wrong, wrong, wrong. Their criminal justice ideas are wrong, wrong, wrong. Their energy policies are wrong, wrong, wrong. I mean, it's a little hard to get a fix 
on what it is these these Democrats uh, are going to do to make life better in New York. And again, Hochul seemed to have sent something that this did not go as planned. Now, of course, as I say, the, the left wants to blame Jacobs as though more of the same medicine that's killing you will make you better. But I think that if if we're lucky, she will at least draw a line somewhere. She will perhaps work with Mayor Adams on some of these bail issues. This uh, this idea that uh, that you know the judges don't have discretion to hold suspects on the basis of whether the judge believes a suspect is dangerous. Uh, I mean that's insane. Forty nine other states in the federal system have that, but New York does not. Uh, you know, there's the raise the age that uh, recognizes that some of these 16 years old uh, young kids are acting as mules and even gunslingers themselves uh, for for the gangs. Uh, so there are things like that. There's also the I don't know whether everyone saw it, but there was a fascinating story in the Post and an editorial later about the Bronx DA's office. Yes. And one of the issues there, there's a threatened walkout by the by the line assistants, the assistant DAs, who are complaining that there's so many cases and they're overworked. And one of the one of the things, and this was another part of what all discovery. the mischief discovery. The discovery, that's right. It makes them do discovery to the nth degree in a very short period of time or the case gets thrown out. And so you don't have to be a, a wizard to understand the impact of that, not just the cases that get thrown out because there aren't enough DAs, but think of the mentality of the DA. Well, look, I can't do all these cases, so we're going to have to drop the charges on these hundred so we can maybe maybe prosecute the other hundred. I mean, I think the the, the triage that's taking place in the criminal justice system is undercutting any work that we expect the police to do. Uh, because So we can change the laws, but if as long as some of these things are crazy like this, you know, the police are not going to make the arrest because they know there's going to be no prosecution. And even if there's a prosecutor, the judge is going to say, well, my hands are tied. Uh, so it's up and down the line that I think these are things that Hochul could do and that Adams should demand. He was he was a willing and quiet partner and I think bent over too much to refrain from criticizing her during the election. Michael, but I don't know. I mean, he had leverage. He the, didn't the use his piece, leverage. The op-ed piece that Eric Adams wrote. Give us your analysis. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I look, I, I just think that he he has not approached this in the right way. He has not been demanding enough and using his leverage as the mayor. Look, Kathy Hochul needed him. Look at the city vote. Right. Who didn't uh, who didn't come out? The city vote was down this year. Right. That's where she almost lost. I mean, it was it was in the city where she got 70 percent. Well, yeah, but but uh, Lee got 30 percent, which is very good for the city. I mean, you can't you never win with 30 percent. I'm talking about raw numbers. The turnout in New York City was only, I believe, 36 percent this year. Yeah, it was down 10 percent. It was much higher. Yeah. And and, uh, I I have uh, we just got some news uh, uh, from the mayor's office that he will be on. Uh, Sid's show, Sid Rosenberg's show, tomorrow morning at 8.40.
So we'll see what uh, Mr. Adams has to say tomorrow. Michael, yeah. uh, before you go, it's what's interesting to me is that a lot of the policies being pushed by some Democrats today are almost anathema to what we were trying to do years ago. In other words, Democrats were usually trying to make the equitable argument as opposed to setting a limit, an age limit by which you have to release prisoners no matter how they acted. That was really more the kind of thing we were fighting uh, back in the day as opposed to now. Well, David, you would be in a better position than almost anybody to know the difference between that Democratic Party and this one. Um, and, And there's, in many cases, it's a generational gap, isn't it? I mean, you have... You have this new generation of Democrats across the country. They don't, they don't call themselves Democrats; they're progressives. Yes. I mean, I mean, I get the emails from these from the Democratic Socialists and the Working Families Party. They're attacking Democrats all the time. Well, what was amazing to me is that when they attacked uh, Jay Jacobs with this petition, at first, when I heard there was a petition, I thought it was from Democrats that thought that he didn't sound the alarm enough. When Zeldin was starting to catch up, but actually it was the reverse. I don't even really know what they were criticizing him for. Scapegoat. It's those, all about those, scapegoating. Those congressional candidates did not lose to leftist Republicans. They lost because they got caught behind leftist Democrats. That's what happened. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that was and that was the threat to Hochul, too, right? I mean, Zeldin, Zeldin was talking primarily almost exclusively at times, about one thing, crime. crime. And, and that's the issue where clearly Democrats are vulnerable. I mean, Joe Biden hurried up to try to say, we're not for defunding the police. Remember when Adams was elected, Biden came and going to be surrounded by American flags and police officers and all of that. I mean, this is a really vulnerable issue. You look at what's going on in Philadelphia. I mean, sometimes it's easier to understand these things at a distance, right? The Philadelphia now has more murders than New York. It has more shootings in New York. It's got a million and a half people. And Philadelphians, a very democratic city, uh, are uh, Pennsylvanians, I should say, are impeaching the, the Philadelphia DA because he is one of those Alvin Bragg types yeah. who doesn't believe that most criminals are criminals and wants to not prosecute them, wants to release them. Uh, and we saw that in San Francisco, too, where they recalled the DA. So th- there is there is this thing in, in these Democratic cities about not prosecuting, about coddling criminals, about giving criminals more rights, uh, as a, and taking taking some of that protection from the victims. I mean, it, it's it's hard to believe it's even happening. It's so stupid when, when we see the impact of it on society at large. Michael Goodwin, thank you so much for speaking out for all New Yorkers and all Americans all the time, and God bless you. And I hope we get peace in New York. Thank you very much, John. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.